Some are not gerahs, this line. But those are gerahs, say, asking a question why the Shliach Bezdin tears open his shirt. Why such rough handling? Mishum Nikle. Because the Torah says Nikle is expected to be put to shame. Now, there's a difficulty in this shot because we see the whole sugi learns from Nikla you have to avoid putting him to shame. If he is put to shame, let's say, if he loses control and he defecates, so we let him go because he's already Nicholas put to shame. And here it looks like putting to shame is one of our purposes. And the answer is, it is. The purpose of hitting is to put him to shame. But if it's put to shame by some other method, that's a substitute for the makis. So therefore, when we tear his shirt open at the neck, we could have had him take off his baggage. We tear it open. Our purpose is to put him to shame. However, suppose he is put to shame by something that's more extreme. Let's say a woman wetted herself. For her, that's already a big shame. So she's potter. But our purpose actually is to put him to shame. Now starts a whole list of hekeshim. Abelozim and Azaliah learn certain things by hekesh, means smuchim, because one thing is next to another, so he learned the limit. From where do you learn that the strap of the malchus has to be from a calf? A calf is a young shoya. That's the parish of Malchus. Next to it, it says, You shouldn't muzzle the axe when he threshes. So we say that this hekish teaches us on this. Why is one put next to the other? That you have to hit him with the skin of the shoya. Now later we're going to see What's so important about the skin of the shoya? But right now, that Hekesh teaches us this halacha, according to Abelazim and Azalim. Omar That's a woman whose husband died without children, and the surviving brother is a mukishchin. She she fell with name mukishchin. A man who is smitten with sores over his body and she cannot take him, she doesn't want to go to him. She We don't muzzle her and say, keep quiet. Although the din is, he can take her against her will, but when she has a good time that his me is to her, then we have to listen to her, we don't force her. How do we know that? Although it's a contradiction to the din of Yibum, which is Balkodahe against her will. First it says he shouldn't muzzle an ox when he's threshing. After that it says, begins the parasha of Yibum. So we learn one from the other, and the Svara is just like an ox, you don't muzzle him because it's a tsar if he has to thresh grain 
and you don't let him eat, so you can't muzzle this woman. It'll be a tzal for her if she cannot complain that she doesn't want this yavam. So we learn one from the other. First, he had a little piece. Now, the following is a different smichas, not these parshas. Anybody who despises cholamayat, and he behaves on cholamayat like it's an ordinary weekday, it's like he's serving avedazar. It means Cholamayat is for a purpose of being reminded of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did and took us out of Mitzrayim. And by forgetting all about it and acting like it was nothing, so he is neglecting or negating that big principle. And therefore, it's like forgetting about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You should not make a god out of metal. And after that it says, it's Chaga Masish Tishma. Now Chaga Masish Tishma, the Gemara says elsewhere, this Pazi is not talking about Yontif. Because in Yontif it says, the first day and the last day, you shouldn't do any Malacha. So we don't need that Pazi. So Tishma comes to say, Cholamayad. And therefore, Hey Masichot is next to the Pazi, Chagamazes Tishma to tell us the chumre, the importance of keeping Cholamayat. 